0: You know, last month we explored emotions, you know, the feeling body. And to me it feels like a perfect transition to move into the actual physical body because last month we spent time, you know, asking ourselves and reflecting and pondering, what is it that I'm feeling? What, what do I need? What matters to me? In response to these emotions, the energy in motion, lets us know where we're at in relation to our thoughts about the world and the things going on our emotions letting us know where we are at in relation to even how we think and believe about ourselves but this month as we talk about the body we are going to the physical body we are going to have an opportunity to blaze new trails around this magnificent, marvelous creation that we are. So that we may come to know our bodies as they truly are, as as divine instruments to not only connect with the world, but also to connect to spirit. That our bodies, Fully and completely are expressions of that one divine life. Regardless of the messages that we have been given and received and have heard and have been told and indoctrinated. You know, the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. All of that noise. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the body. And, you know, and we're talking about the body during this month, which is also um, pride. It is the month of pride for the LGBTQ plus community. And I find it significant that, that we're talking about our physicality and appreciating our physicality, especially during this month of pride, because it is this community, along with its allies, who pathways and trails that they have blazed within themselves to get in touch with their bodies we have learned and we are able to have conversations and explorations within ourselves and to acknowledge and recognize others sexual um, their sexual orientation the expression of themselves sexual, sexually as well as ourselves and even, not just that, you know, and I look forward to the day, this is an aside, I look forward to the day when no one needs to come out. Because there's no closet to come out of. <laughs> right? If love is love, and we truly love those that we are with, we should celebrate love in their life however it is showing up for them. And guess what? They get to decide. But because of pathways that, that the LGBTQ plus community has, has, has forged, we are in places where we're even speaking about things that we would have never thought of before to, to talk about gender identity and gender expression, which for some of us has said, well, that's all answered, you know, what is there to discuss and to explore about that? Well... If you've never explored it, you wouldn't know. So there is physicality that that, that is, it's about putting down the shame of the body and what the body is wanting to express and to live that with pride, to be proud of your unique expression in the world. And so here this month is we're talking about bodies. And as as the world is celebrating pride, I invite you, regardless of where you're at on the spectrum, (laughs) whether you're an ally or in the community, the LGBTQ plus community, I invite you to, to celebrate your own pride. The pride of the body that you have right here, right now. And what has come here to express and to be in the world. And you may not be in a place where you have that pride. And this is why we're blazing trails this month. We're talking about it this month. Because to, to, to live a spiritual life is to live all of our life. And our body is part of that. While it's not all of us, it's part of it. And to deny it, to try to push it away, to ignore it, is to deny the reality and truth of who we are as human beings. And it's like, well, we know we're spiritual beings. Oh, human beings are spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. There is no separation. And all of these experiences, all of the experiences of who we are as individuals, and, and how we're even relating to the world. What we talked about last month with around emotions, all that we talked about up this year, this four, you know, up to this point, the experience of even our spirituality, where are we having it? But in our bodies. So it is vital and it is important that we explore what it is and how we're handling and, and relating to these bodies. Our body is the one thing in the world which is completely and intimately ours. It is ours. And rather than engaging in a spirituality or a philosophy or belief that denies the body, here at Concordia, at Centers for Spiritual Living, we believe that we can move to a closer experience of the divine by fully engaging with this, with our physicality. Science of mind is body positive. Mm -hmm. It is sex positive. Our bodies are magnificent and magical conduits between spirit and our individual consciousness and ought to be celebrated in that way in order to allow us to experience fully the world that we live in. You know, what immediately comes to mind when you think of your body? What what messages come to mind when you think of, oh, this is my body? Movement. Movements? But there may be other things that might come up that that may not be so fluid and moving. <laughs> I mean, many of us have... Gotten received messages and, and and either from others or from ourselves or the media that our bodies aren't good enough as they are. Right? Isn't this the message? I mean, this is the messages we have been told that our bodies are unacceptable for some reason or another. You know, either we're too fat or too thin, we're too short, we're too tall. We're too brown, too black, too white. We're too something or another, and that it's not good enough. We may have an ideal image in our body that has been given to us. You know, I mean, look at a baby, a baby who is who is a newborn, an infant, I mean, sucking on their toes and, 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 and just relishing in everything about their bodies. There's, there's no shame that a, a, an infant has about itself. But we've been given messages that our bodies are, are maybe not how they should be or, or looking the way they should be or operating the way they should. We've heard these messages, they've been given to us where we should on ourselves as a result of it. Mm-hmm. And this is not acceptable. It truly is. It's not acceptable to our highest self or our bodies. We're just so used to practicing that. You know, Dr. Edward in the Science of Mind magazine this month, in his article, he's the spiritual leader for our global community, and in that article he he talks about how where he got into Science of Mind and he realized, he got into this teaching, and he was given new messages on how to relate to his body. Being a gay man, there was all sorts of messages that were given the way he should look and and the way he should act. and, And so there was a lot of shame of not measuring up to that. But inside his mind, he learned, oh, I'm perfect, whole, and complete, and so he began to bless his body and, and to, to learn to appreciate it in new ways. And yet, he found himself still, even with blessing, oh, the life that is in my body, still withholding love and appreciation until those parts of his body that needed correcting would get there someday, yet. You know what I'm talking about? No. No? <laughs> that when, when I'm this flexible, or when I'm this, or when I'm that, then my body is good enough to love and to appreciate and to care for. Up till then, I'm just gonna, you know, beat it into submission, <laughs> or try to guilt myself into being something other than I'm not. Our bodies, and this is the first idea that I really want us to capture this month, is that our bodies are divinely created and they're part of the kingdom of God or else they wouldn't be here. There is one life in the past, eternal, in the eternal past, this one life, this one presence, God source, whatever it is that you name, that you refer to this power. This field of love intelligence from which everything arose, it made everything out of itself, and it expressed itself, this onity, one unity, this oneness, it has expressed itself in an infinite variety, in an infinite variety of forms. Every, every expression being unique and individual within itself. Oh, the flowers and the trees, even the different types of bodies, mm-hmm. even the different bodies, and no one is better than another. It's only from a limited perspective and er- an erroneous perspective that is not in principle that we would make comparisons to say that this body is better than that body. I mean, we would never tell an oak tree, we would never tell the oak tree, well, you would be so much better if you were a willow. (laughs) I was walking the dogs um, this week, and and we passed by, and there were some few irises still blooming in the neighbor's yard, you know, we're sort of at the end of of that. And and I was just admiring the irises, and, and we could look at those irises, and we wouldn't say, oh, it's too bad you're not a rose. We have ferns every year that, that spring up in these rock formations in our backyard, and I look forward every year to seeing these ferns. They begin, you know, as the, they say unfurl and they, you know, the little I don't know where they go, fiddleheads or whatever it says, you know. And as they say unfurl and they and they grow, and and when I look at I it's like, oh, I love them. They may not be in the best place, ideal place, but for who and what they are, they are beautiful and perfect. Have you ever compared your body to another? <laughs> As though it should be something other than it is. And I know this laughter, you know, these are shadow laughter. These are buttons being pushed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you hear the laughter, something there's a shadow. There's a button being pushed. Oh, yeah. That's you talking to me. We teach in Science of Mind that everything exists. In order that the divine, this one life, may and will express itself fully. And so we are here as instruments of the divine to express. Your body, exactly as it is, is necessary for the divine to express itself right here, right now. And rather to compare it to another or disparage it because it doesn't look like another, what if we loved our bodies for the unique expressions that they are. What would it feel like to live a life without the noise, without the yimmer yammer of, of the messages? Do you know, I mean, our social media, this has been proven, I mean, I will tell you, I, I, I barely, barely, barely spend any time on Facebook, it's, it's because I have tasks to do on it but to be bombarded by messages of, of other people's, what, what is good to other people. They have, studies have shown this time and time again, especially amongst our young, to look at images on Instagram of, of, of what perfection may be or what's good create, can create a sense of lacking within us. Why listen to that noise? While our bodies have a physical nature, this doesn't divorce them from the spiritual. They are intermediaries. Our bodies are channels so that we can navigate this physical realm as spiritual being. But we must remember that we are all spiritual. It's all spiritual. Doctor Holmes in the Science of Mind. He says our body is part of the kingdom of God. Therefore, there is a spiritual pattern at the center of it. There is an idea in the divine mind of your body, of your body, and it knows. It knows. But then, and we hear these things, and we go, "Oh no, it's not that. It's not. Oh, I, I know better." Life within us knows. Can we trust that? Can we lean into it and love it and allow it to be? And this thing called you, Dr. Holmes says that that perfect pattern that is within it, it will win out. So there's even hope. There's even hope that even our own thoughts about it, eventually this pattern will make itself known. So cooperate with it, that's what I would suggest, cooperate with it. You know, well, this is true. It's all spiritual and our bodies are spiritual. Many of us, most of us live in discord with them. We're taught that the physical is somehow less than the spiritual. And we forget that our bodies are spiritual. You know, and, and maybe we aren't, maybe we're more evolved and we're not holding ourselves accountable to beauty standards that, that the media and social media might be putting in front of us. Maybe we're, maybe we're more evolved than that. But could we be holding on to pains and aches in our body? Messages that our body is actually wanting to communicate to us and to tell us, but because we discount the value that our bodies have and the roles that they play that we don't, we ignore them and not even listen to what there is that our bodies are trying to tell us, we just push through. Anyone, you know, I'm not going to ask you. I know I am. I'm guilty of not listening to my body and, and listening and, and taking care of it and supporting it in the way that it needs that, I, you know, I'll push through. Oh, I need rest. My body tells me, I can, I can barely keep my eyes open, well, let me just go ahead and drink some more coffee and, and let me just go ahead and forge through because I, I know what's best for me. When I'm not including all of me, Do you get that? In the book, The Body Keeps Score, which is a book that I'm reading this month, there's a couple books I'm reading specifically around the body, but in The Body Keeps Score, Bessel van der Kolk says, the greatest sources of our suffering are the lies we tell ourselves. So the messages that we're sending to our bodies, even by ignoring them, by not listening to them the messages that we send our body guess guess who hears them our bodies our bodies receive these messages the mind-body connection this is what we're all familiar with here this is what we know the mind and body are one but we don't always act that way And this month, and this is not to shame or to beat us up, but it is to bring awareness to it because with awareness comes the power to choose. Mm -hmm. And is that way serving me in a way that I really want to, giving myself, my body, the message that it's not good enough because it doesn't look a, a certain way or that it is Physical, because it's physical, it doesn't deserve love and respect. Or maybe I have some thoughts that, you know, this is, it's biomechanical with nothing important to say. These messages that we give ourselves are not without consequences. Because for every cause, there is what? Effect. For every cause, there's an effect. And when we are giving our bodies this message that it is not of worth, it is not of value, it is not important, then how is it that I would be then able to receive, receive the influx of the divine flow when this is the instrument by which I receive that? There was a book that was recommended to me, which I'm also reading this one. It's called The Art of Everyday Ecstasy. The Art of Everyday Ecstasy by Margot Anand. And she talks about it right in the beginning about, about um, Abraham Maslow's, you know, the pyramid of self-actualization. And, and Maslow talks <coughs> about that people who meet their needs, you know, the physical needs, as they work their way up this pyramid to where eventually where we are contemplating the questions of who am I, what do I need, what do I want, my full expression, that at this level of consciousness, then we open ourselves up to what he referred to as peak experiences. Peak experiences. Now she uses another word for peak experiences as ecstasy. Ecstasy. These peak experiences of joy, and rapture, and peace, and pleasure. These are experience in our bodies. And to Shame them, to blame them, to criticize them, to judge them, to hate our bodies, then are we making welcome the experiences, these peak experiences or ecstasy, are we welcoming them when we are saying, oh, you're not good enough? This is why we're blazing trails this month. We're blazing trails around the body this month in order to open us us up to a greater experience of spiritual living, to a greater experience of living authentically, full out. Our bodies listen to what our minds say, and so we need to be mindful of the thoughts that we're thinking about our bodies, but our bodies are more than just vessels to carry us around. They also are communicating with us And pain and trauma that we do not deal with, our bodies will. Mm -hmm. They may not be the best equipped to handle it all by itself, but pain and trauma that has been unexpressed and undealt with will be stored in the body and trapped in the body and it will act in the body until we set our bodies free from it. And the way to do that is by actually listening, listening, listening more to our body. You know, a practice that I'm doing this month, and I invite you to do it with me. You know, last month we we talked about, what am I feeling? What am I feeling? Stick with that. But this month, instead of rather than just what emotions am I feeling, what am I feeling? What am I feeling in my body? My mindfulness practice, I've I've set the goal this month that my practice is shifted rather than just of of the breath or a mantra, but I'm actually using body scans throughout this month to really become intimately familiar with my body and what, what is happening to become more aware of that. Our bodies have messages if we listen to them. When was the last time have you ever received a message from your body and you knew your your body was giving you there was there was a message that was coming through mm-hmm. Do you think there might be other things that it's trying to tell you mm-hmm. This month we're going to we're going to unpack this and explore this so that we're living full lives Each of us deserves a harmonious relationship to our body because it's a tool for us to get around, to interact, to live our lives, but also to experience the divine in our everyday living. You know, today's talk title was Welcome to the Temple. Welcome to the Temple. And you may not know the reference of where that comes from, but there's a verse in the Bible in 1 Corinthians 6 that says, what? And this is the King James Version. I have a different version I right think of here. But do you not know that your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit? I remember the King James Version. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you? I heard that many times. as a. It was used to beat me up. You better take better care of yourself. And that is true. We need to take care of ourselves. Not out of guilt. But because the divine lives in us through us and as us it is having its way with us it is breathing us that which we say we are it is what spirit knows itself as you in the world when you say I am spirit in you is that which is saying I am and so that Tending to these vehicles, tending to these conduits, tending to these containers and, and divine expressions is opening ourselves up to know and experience that spirit is us in the world and your channels for it. Now, in science and mind, we know that our bodies are more than just these containers. Our bodies don't just end at where our skins, but it actually trans- it extends out even into the world of our effects in the world of our life. So we'll talk about that as well, but it is grounded and rooted in our physical being. So this morning, as I close, I, I want to leave you with this thought. If you walk out of here... With just one thing this morning, it's this. Your body, your body that either dragged you in here or you dragged it in here. <laughs> your body is perfect exactly as it is right now. Your body, as it is right now in this moment, not when you get the the, the right size, or I need to get some more sun, or or whatever that is, whatever it is, the story that we be, we we these voices we listen to, our bodies right now are divine tools that are absolutely vibrating with the power of source. We we are like source like the energizer bunny we are source bunnies this energy is moving us so as you think about this month that this this month or even this week my body is perfect as it is right now right now it's a divine tool how might you show up differently this week how do how might you speak differently might you talk back to the voices that whisper in your head when you look in the mirror and, and, and say, oh, oh, not that any of you would do this. If you absolutely knew these to be true, here's a question. How can you work toward becoming friends with your body and listening to its voice? Learning to love ourselves and all of us, including our physicality, especially our physicality, to relish it, to celebrate it, can empower us to to live our lives with pride, to live magnificently, to live in freedom, without shame, just as that little baby perfect, whole, and complete as we are. Mm -hmm. An affirmation to to, um, work with this week, if you would like a new thought to embrace, is my body is the house of the divine on earth. Mm -hmm. Think of that. My body is the house of the divine on earth. You know, affirm that with me. My body is the house of the divine on earth. And let me one more time. My body is the house of the divine on earth. And so it is.